I would like to welcome Baxter Roo, the <coughs> GM of Top Head Niners, coughing away in the background for Meet the GM episode 3. It was meant to be 4, but as Mike couldn't make it, we're going for episode 3. So welcome to today's show. How are you doing? And tell me a bit about yourself. Good evening. I am very good. I've got a bit of a cough, Johnny. Let's call it long COVID or something. I've had it for about a month. It's doing my head in. But anyway, cough, sweets and water and we soldier on. Very true. So, so yeah, as we kind of picked out, picked out from the, the last episode, uh, yeah, we met 20 odd years ago uh, and didn't speak about NFL. That's been a, a 10 year love affair, really. Uh, that's it, going into the 10th year of, of our home league. I I think I maybe did it for, I think I maybe did it for a year before I was in Show Me the Money, but I'm not. I, I can't actually remember to be sure. But yet, were you in the Hit 'em Hard franchise on NFL? Because that's eleven years that's been going on. I don't know if because that was a free not, one. I think Craig was in that one. Not, not, not at the yeah, not at the outset. I think I I I think I joined it. Uh, about a year after Show Me the Money, maybe I certainly wasn't. I certainly wasn't in the very first one of it, so it would have been around about the same time. Cool, yeah, that's that's when I have managed to move to sleeper. So, but yeah, so yes. How how did you come about your team name on on the Orkney Bowl? <clears throat> Well, the, so the, the Top Head Niners. Top Head is uh, where I live. That's the name of my farm. Uh, so I am a, a gentleman farmer just about. Uh, I'm an accountant by trade, but I've got a, a family farm. So Top Head is the name of the farm. So I thought that would be uh, as good as anything. Uh, there's a, I've got a friend in the local village who's in the league as well. So he's claimed the village name, which is fair enough. Uh, so I just went for more local than that and went for the farm name. And what is the name of the village? Uh, Bankfoot, so it's the Bankfoot, I think it's Bankfoot. Bankfoot Bank Panther, so Perth, Perth, Perth. Four miles north of sunny Perth. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's probably a bit easier for some people. God's own county. There's yeah, the view out like the that. window, if that can be seen. Can see for miles, you know. Can he beat it? <laughs> well, you can. I've got the sea at the bottom of my garden, but that's a different story. Anyway, so oh, yeah, how long so have you been in? Right, I'm talking to the wrong yeah. person. Yeah. <laughs> do that. One, do that one with Craig in Edinburgh. That's a better one. That one. So, oh yeah, yeah it's not point. a bad view. So, I'll, I'll post in a picture of my view when we get done, and I'll go over that one. But anyway, so how many years have you been an NFL fan? Um, similar to you, uh, the the mid the mid eighties uh, would be the first time that I saw it when it was when it came on the TV in the UK. But I was just young enough, so I was born seventy six, so just kind of young enough to really take it in. Uh, conscious of the of Montana and the Niners, but I'd be hard pushed to say uh, I was obsessed by them straight away. It was really the it was the 90s. Uh, it was the Steve Young era that really was uh, what got me into them. Uh, getting beat by the blinking cowboys. 
I got two championship games in a row and then we beat them. Steve Young was great throughout, but Aikman was the better big game player, I suppose. But, you know, Steve Young and Jerry Rice. And then uh, then they kept losing to the Packers, uh, which kind of the last few years has been a complete flip. We keep beating the Cowboys and keep beating the Packers in the playoffs. But, yeah, back then, both of them had our number quite a bit. Uh, it's fair to say so. So yeah, the mid eighties, but really it was the it was the early nineties, the kind of teenage years where I really started uh, getting in, right into it. Cool. And of course, the next question is: How many years have you been playing fantasy football? Yeah, well, that kind of t- t- so this will. I think this is my, about my tenth year. I think definitely we've had that home league for nine years. I think I maybe had a kind of. One or maybe two leagues with Craig a year before that, but I, I, I can't really remember. But yeah, about that kind of 10 year mark. Well, you never actually asked me that question in my interview, but I would reckon it's probably 2005 when I started playing. Oh, really? All oh, right, yeah, God. Because I was in a league with a couple of boys on CBS Sports and I met them at the uh-huh. Dolphins game at Wembley. So that's right. probably when I started playing. Might have even been before then, because I remember playing baseball in CBS before. But it was yeah, the the, the coverage wasn't the best. Play. I didn't. I just didn't know anything about it back then. Yeah. Well, back then I just spent. I mean, I played hot, fantasy. Hot news, so. I mean, I oh, played I, fantasy I, I, football. You know, soccer for uh-huh. since I was a kid. You know, that was that was. Play by mail. Used to do play by mail when you used to, you know, send things away in the post. That was ridiculous. No, I never, I never did that. I just couldn't. I, I never. <laughs> I, I just wanted to follow Hibs back then. I didn't want to pick players to score against them. But I was quite happy doing it in the fantasy football. <laughs> but, but yeah. So anyway, so the next question is, and this will probably more go with. We do get some bad. I don't. You do get some bad offers on Sleeper, but what is your best trade you've seen or been offered? And uh, oh, God. Do you know, I mean, as you it, know, I quite like It can like be any league. It doesn't have to be Sleeper. You do. Oh, man alive. I've, I, do you know, I last season, it never worked out for me in our home league, but I managed to get Mahomes and Kelsey out of Mark, and I, I genuinely thought yeah. that was that was an absolute coup, and it and I still look at the roster now and I still don't understand why I never actually won. But anyway, um, yeah, that was that was a bit of a coup getting that out of Mark. I uh, I have seen you know Sean, you've mentioned Sean before in one of them. Uh, yeah. about the offers you get from Sean and the horse trade, and I've I've done I've done trades with Sean. I've laughed at trades with Sean and vice versa. So there's been so <clears throat> there's been so many. Craig offered me, and I, I should have looked it up beforehand. Craig offered me one this summer that was mind-blowingly ridiculous, and he still thinks that it was fair. And I can't, and I, it's half a story because I can't tell you what it was. Uh, <clears throat> I would need, I would need to look back, which would take too long. Um, but usually it's a uh, Usually it involves running backs and people having a completely different value of them to me. 
Yeah, well, I remember somebody in one of our dynasties offered me a lot of crap for uh, Patrick Mahomes because my team was rubbish after the end of the season. Wonder who that was. <coughs> yeah, there's been there's that couldn't have been me. I don't think was it. Oh yes, it oh, was. maybe it was actually. Maybe it, it was. was because my team yeah, was garbage. You wanted to get the only decent it player was. I had, and I. Aye. It was probably the quickest decline I've ever had. I can't remember what it was, but it was pretty quick. But I got <laughs> sent one by Chris. Chris I think Butch. I probably. Uh huh. I'm going to have to look it up now and find out what it was. But the, the offer Chris got was or it, I don't know if it's him or whatever, but it was a trade that came through. So one person got the 2023 102 and the 2023 411 and gave away Justin Herbert and Jonathan Taylor. It's like, what, what the? I know. I'm hoping it got rejected and put back, because like, that is just. Yeah, that is probably one of the worst. No, that is ridiculous. I wish <laughs> it was in that league. I'm quite happy to take that one. I yeah, think. From tra- I'm sure I must have been off- offering for my homes in the premise I was helping you rebuild properly. But I can understand why you rejected it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know, but I would have been offering you probably quite a lot of picks. Yeah, and a couple of garbage players to go with it, I think. But yeah, no. It didn't last either. But honestly, that's not some of my worst trade <clears> offers. In a UK dynasty run by Jack, there's one boy. His trade offers are just a joke. Some of them are just, yeah, no. <laughs> There's too many to go through. It'd be like a three-hour <laughs> podcast you know, some of the offers he does. You see, you see some trades that get completed, and you think, well, you can kind of understand why people ask for silly things because some some trades do get completed that just seem ridiculous. So. Well, that's true. But this one in the league here, because there is a lot of newbies about that are joined, I don't want them to get fleeced. So there is a one-day voting period. So if it is a complete one-sided trade offer, then people can vote against it. And I think if it gets five votes, it won't go through. Because I don't want the new ones to come in and just get fleeced. So I think it's a fair way of doing that. No, that's fair enough. So maybe if everybody Absolutely. stays, like, the 96th day for a few years, I might open up trading for the draft, but... At the moment, no, because there's one or two that just go draft crazy and they'll build a superpower team and everybody else will be like, well, what's the point? I know it's a redraft, but you don't want to waste it <coughs> by the draft. So They can do trades throughout the season, up to week 14, I think it is, but there is a one-day period where you can vote against it if you don't think it's a good draft. Which I think is fair. If people don't want to vote it and it goes through, that's no, a That's terrain. a fair shout. Because like, yep. I can't keep my eye on all the leagues. Fair shout. That's no, no, my, totally. My good commissioner. Not, with, that, not with the amount you're in. Yeah. Good. <laughs> I know, my, fo- my phone's been going a bit nuts with the charity notifications. Uh, so, what is the best sleeper or bust draft move you've done? The best move in sleep or, or the best draft move you've done and the worst one, like for a keeper wise or anything like that? Well, the best, the best one. This is my favourite story. Uh, is is uh, Dynasty Twenty Twenty, where uh, the whole entire league, but particularly Craig, uh, let me draft Jamar Chase at, at the one ten. Uh, and 
I can understand just about everyone else's picks ahead of Chase to an extent, apart from Craig Draft and Eli Moore at the 1.08. Uh, and then, oh, is that, and then is that the, is that the first year for about six months. That it, no, uh, no, that wasn't the start up. That was the second year. That was two thousand twenty-two draft. Oh, well, I had the last uh, pick, and so he I then argued for all. Correct, uh, and then he argued for months afterwards that it never happened, basically. But anyway, uh, yeah, that that was my best pick, so, and that's my favourite roster by a million miles. Uh, so getting Chase at the one ten was a, was a bonus. Um, what is the? Well, I hate to say it, but and um, I drafted Trey Lance a couple of times, <laughs> and so far quite you know high up the draft order, and so far yeah. that has uh, obviously not worked. Well, I think a lot of people got caught in that one. Uh, so yeah, that was a bit shaky. So obviously, yeah, no, my two, absolutely, my two, which you never asked me, but you you'll love these ones because they're both. I had, a que- I had a different question list, Johnny. That I apologise. Yep. Well, obviously, my one was keeping Le'Veon Bell as my keeper in our main league after he won me the league the year before and then sat yeah. out the whole bloody year. That was a waste. And then in year two of the Dynasty 19, when I sold the house mortgage and the whole island of Orkney to get the number one pick and pick Clyde Edwards fucking hilarious. <laughs> and that that was not the best thing either. And I'm still recovering from that now. And that was four years ago, I think yes. it was. Three years ago. So Yes. I'm yeah. slowly getting my picks back now. Yeah, so you that's that right up. That was my two. That was well, yeah, that was not good. So I'm never doing that again. So I'm a bit more a bit more shrewd with my draft picks now. So, so anyway, obviously yeah, I, uh, I actually in that league, uh, I traded Chubb away to you in that league, which was a heck of a mistake. Yeah, but who did you get in return? It's one point a carry, by the way. If anybody wonders, it was a bit no. of a. It wasn't my yeah. better setup, like, but it's too late to change it now. So, because even Hilaire would get the twenty points. That's ah, all right. It's a bit get, Chubb's getting sixty points, but <clears throat> I can't remember who you got. It wasn't Kamara. No, neither can I, but I don't, it wasn't, it, it wasn't good enough either way. No. Anyway. Well, Chubbs oh, basically cost me from getting the number one pick each year because he gets me just past the playoffs. <laughs> and then I can't get the number one pick. So it's been a bit of a hell one, but I'll get there. Anyway, so, and obviously we know this by now, going by the team name, but what is your favourite NFL team? 49ers. Absolutely, uh, and that yeah, that comes from that comes from them being <coughs> good in the eighties and nineties. Really, there's no, I won't shy away from the fact that as a child, I obviously was a glory hunter. I don't re- don't well, regret it for a minute. Yeah, well, you're a St. Johnson fan, so you're not really a complete glory hunter. Part you would, you were quite annoying and had a cup run this morning. Uh, double cup, lately, so. double cup winners, Johnny. Double cup winners. You'll uh, never sing that. Uh, no. So yeah, yeah at least you won. Just got a cup after as well. At least you finally won. Just got a cup after a hundred and <laughs> well, yeah. years. So yeah, yes. Anyway, I think you'll find we've won it twice least... in the last ten years. Anyway. 
What is your least favourite team and why? I'm not sure how you go My with least this favorite one. Team. I've seen the banner. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I, I mean, because of Craig, I don't like the Packers, but at the same time, the Packers have caused him so much anguish that I actually find them quite funny. Um, I just... I don't like Seattle, obviously. They're in the same division. There's obviously been a right bit of rivalry there, more so than the Rams. But ultimately, ultimately, I just can't stick the Cowboys. I just can't stick them. And that that goes back to... That goes back to starting out with the Niners and getting beat by them. Uh, Troy Aikman and Michael Irvin and Emmett Smith and whatever else. And they were that damn good and they... They, they, you know, beat us twice in the championship game two years in a row, and then we got revenge on them, and so it went, so it went on. But yeah, just, just don't, just don't like the Cowboys, don't like Jerry Jones, just don't like, just yeah, just don't like them. I think most of Dallas don't like Jerry Jones, but yeah. Anyway, so, what is your favourite former player from your team? We sort of discuss this in my one, but we'll go on to your one. So uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's it's hard not to just automatically say Jerry Rice. I I think uh, Ronnie Lott. So Joe Montana and Ronnie Lott were just a little bit before I was properly knew what was happening. Uh, I think looking back and you read stuff and you see stuff about Ronnie Lott, the guy, he was just immense and. There was only three or four of them actually won all those four Super Bowls in the 80s, and he was one of them. But uh, in terms of being a teenager and getting right into him, whatever else, it was Jerry Rice all day long. I mean, he was he was just a, a god. Steve Young was great, uh, and, and the, the Niners offense ran through him. Aikman was better in big games, unfortunately, and that kind of cost him a couple of rings. But uh, he was phenomenal to fo- follow Montana and do what he did. But Jerry Rice is the goat, you know. He's he's the goat. Uh, Dion Sanders was pretty cool when he came in uh, briefly, but yeah, Jerry Rice all day long. And that kind of the first Super Bowl uh, when that Steve Young, the only Super Bowl that Steve Young won as a starter, that was when they pumped the Chargers. And Jerry Rice is like, well, he was two or three touchdowns, hundred and fifty yards. You know, it was it was superb. So yeah, Jerry. Okay, so what's your favourite player, former player, not on your team? I, oof. I, do you know, that's a hard one. I, so, I don't know if I could differentiate, I don't know if I could differentiate between two or three of them. So I'm, I'm a bit, I, I've always liked I, good defences. So, you know, Ray Lewis, it's hard not to, you know, uh, enjoy what he did. I always really liked Troy Polamalu. I quite liked the Steelers' uh, defense of that era. Um, so I like Troy. Uh, John Elway, big John Elway fan uh, of all the kind of former quarterbacks. I I don't hate Tom Brady the way that a lot of people do. I uh, I've got kind of no issues. He, with that level of success, uh, 
I really, I quite, I really actually quite like Brett Favre as well. But yeah, probably uh, Ray Lewis or Troy Polamalu. Yeah, of course. I never, I know I say Jones Montana, my one, but thinking back, receiver wise, obviously you've got, uh, thinking, uh, thinking about Randy Moss back then. But I've not changed my mind, I'll still stick with Joe Montana, yeah, but Randy no, Moss. He was, he was good. He was just, yeah, amazing. Like I said, there's a lot of amazing players back then, though, so. <coughs> the second. The second best of all time, yeah, behind Rice, but yeah, yes. he's pretty good. Yeah, yes, I know Rice is the best, but still, still the second best is still better than none. Anyway, so who's your favourite player from your current, <coughs> current current player from your team, and you've got plenty to choose from? Go and say Trey Lance. Go well, see, that's the, that is the difficult thing. I mean, well, <laughs> we are we are absolutely stacked, uh, properly properly stacked. Uh, Nick Bosa, uh, I, I, the guy's just perfect in every way, shape or form. Um, but George Kittle is pretty damn close, you know. Uh, it's the, it's the, the two of them. I mean, Fred Warner, he's obviously a, a heartbeat of the team as well, but Bosa's just different level. Uh, I think he's He's phenomenal, so and he's obviously going to get properly paid, and he he deserves it. Uh, it's not, I mean, you know, it's not the it's not the sacks that the amount of pressure that he puts on, play after play after play, he's he's incredible. So yeah, and CMC, he's coming. He's obviously just joined and come to the party late, but he's got he's got everything about him as well, attitude wise. So. Man alive, do we just need a quarterback to put their hand on the tiller and make it happen this season? Yes. Well, you did need to keep CMC healthy. That's a problem. But, yeah. He's something else. But... Yeah. So, what's your favourite current player not on your team? Um, <clears throat> partly Jamar Chase, because I'm getting them in that... In that uh, in that draft, but probably Michael Thomas. I and it's that's maybe mostly because he helped me win the show me the money trophy in two thousand and nineteen when he was just catching everything in sight. Yeah, uh, that, that was on PPR was there, there, so. Yeah, it's like watching watching NFL now is all you know it's red zone. Okay, you've got the individual live matches on Sunday nights and Monday nights and whatever else, but they're in the dead of the night and you don't always see them all. Um, so between fantasy and red zone, it's so kind of quick now that I find I don't I don't get attached to other players the same way. But and especially once you've got lots of fantasy teams, because you generally end up having everyone somewhere. Um, so uh, you watch it. I watch it with a different, a, a bit of a different eye. I, I mean, I, to be honest, I could be quite smart and say Aaron Rodgers, because <clears throat> he has screwed up the Packers alongside being the the, the league MVP two or three times. Uh, he's a magnificent individual that has caused our good friend Craig so much anguish that yeah, I've got a soft spot for Rodgers. Yeah, it's, it's funny when Craig goes AWOL for a couple of weeks after the, another player pull and stuff like that. 
Sorry, Craig, but it is. Can't beat it. I love it. <coughs> okay. So, what is your favourite NFL <coughs> or NFL fantasy podcast? Uh, so, I have uh, been listening to particularly fantasy pros for three or four years now, but I've kind of gone off it a little bit. So, when Mike Tagliere was doing it and unfortunately died, that, he was a hell of a loss to uh, that industry and particularly fantasy pros. And they're kind of that team have all split up a bit now and they've got a new team in and they're all right, but. I've kind of got to the point where you kind of feel you know what's going to get said uh, in a way. And I've started listening and watching on YouTube uh, Underdog, Josh Norris. Uh, and I think uh, they're, they're excellent. Like the level of detail uh, that they come away with is like they, they're proper sharp guys. They know football inside out. So. I'm enjoying your stuff. You had a dog uh, in the UK. Just... No, I know, totally. Uh, which is a, a shame, but I, I, that will hopefully change at some point. But no, nah, their their content is uh, is good, and I'm hoping it's going to help me with some drafts this summer, but we'll see. Cool. Hopefully not on another one, but yeah. And here's one <laughs> a question. A question from Chris, our last person on. He sent me a message. And what is your yeah. favourite? What is your favourite NFL-related movie documentary? That's a good question. Like that's going to stay in for everybody. That is a good question. Well, I, I mean, draft draft days. Great. Really, I love watching. I, I, I love draft everyone day. watch that? Well, that's that's my uh, but pre-draft watch. At the, at the same time, uh, show me the money is, you know, Tom uh, Tom Cruise. It's hard to hard to hard to beat that as well. Uh, drafty, probably drafty. Yeah, I wouldn't call it a brilliant film, but I do watch it all the time. Because it is, yeah, you have to. Okay, yeah. but yeah, yeah, no. totally. <clears throat> but yeah, there is a lot of good films out there. Like I do love watching Remember the Titans. That's an awesome film. But yeah, oh, good. And... I've only I've not watched it properly. I'm terrible with films. I fall asleep during films all the time. That's because you're a farmer. But, I can, but I can sit. I can sit up at. I can sit up at two, three in the morning and watch a terrible NFL match and not fall asleep during it. You know, and they can be quite slow, obviously. Yeah, some uh, of them can be yeah, pretty films, bad. Ten yeah. minutes, and I'm asleep. So, uh, what was the question you want to be asked? The next one. Uh, so, uh, it's Gary. You, it's Gary. Next, I want to. I want to ask Gary who he thinks will be the 49ers starting quarterback in next year's or this season's uh, playoffs because we will be there. Uh, but who will the Niners starting quarterback be at that point in the season? Sam Darnold. 
it could well be. I saw somewhere he could be there. I mean, I, I think... Well, it's 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 out there that he's he could be the the be number backup one. Yeah. QB, and Trey Lance might be looking for some experience in a feeder league or something. Uh, Purdy Purdy looks like it's, it's he he's the incumbent QB, but it's whether he will be the starting quarterback at the, in the playoffs next year. That's you know that's a long season to get through. Yeah, it's a long season, like and a lot of hits. That's the problem. Yeah. But if, if, if Sam Darnold comes in, all he's got to do is give the ball to CMC. <laughs> just give him the ball. So that you just need to... Or this, Debo. Or, I, or Debo. Or... Yeah, just, do, just don't let him throw the ball. So the... Well, there is a... The, three the, the notion's out there that, that, that Shanahan... Yeah, the, well, the notion's out there that Shanahan didn't really want Trey Lance. Uh, that he wants... Uh, a scheme manager quarterback that the scheme that Kyle's ego is so big that uh, he wants a game manager in there, etc., etc. That his scheme transcends the quarterback and Trey Lance is a bit too uh, flighty for him, etc. Et <coughs> Who knows? Oh, well, it's a good question. I'm sure Gary, if he's watched this, but yeah, no, I don't think anybody is. But if he watches it, you'll know the question. If not, you'll find out tomorrow. <laughs> So I think we're on at nine o'clock tomorrow Absolutely. night, and that'll be live again on YouTube. And but thank you for coming on, and thank you for interviewing me beforehand. I was wondering, I thought it'd be a bit daft interview My myself. My pleasure, Johnny. Point, so I'm glad I got it done. And uh, <laughs> I hope you hope you look forward to the year and enjoy the year. Just don't. Sure win. do. <laughs> I'm hoping I win, but I can't imagine that's going to happen. My hands will be a bit full. But I will try. But we are in the same we are in the same no, division this year, so that's even fun. So we're in the same division, Johnny. Uh, yeah, we're going down. Basically, you're going down. It's okay. I might have to draft Braxton Berrios just for Jack, because obviously Jack hated when I picked him up one time before the final, <laughs> and he, he scored crazy amount of points, and that's the one with the game. But that's a different story. I'm sure we hear all about that when Brilliant. he comes on with that one. But anyway, but thank you for coming on. I hope you hope you enjoy nice watching the rest you. of them. Thank you everybody for watching. Thank Will you. Will do.